Hey, good morning, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us here today at Bible Baptist Church Online, and we hope uh, today will be a help to you. I want to wish you a happy Mother's Day, and we, we are just so thankful that you have decided to join us today, and if there's anything we can do to help you, we would love to do that, and uh, we have a gift for every mother, um, and so to, in order to get that, um, what you need to do is you need to click that link in the description. It'll take you to a connect card, and just let us know that you want a gift, and we will give that to you. We'll get that to you. And uh, we want to do that for you because, honestly, you guys have given us, mothers have given us wonderful things. And without you, we would not be here. And so we're just so thankful for you. So we want to express our appreciation and uh, give that to you. So, again, cl click the link in the description, and uh, we'll be able to send or bring that over to you and drop that off. So we're so excited that we have that opportunity. Um, if you would, please go to Colossians chapter 3 with me. Colossians chapter 3. And again, I hope today will be a help to you. We're going to continue our series of on investment and take a little bit of a different look at it today. So um, today is Mother's Day, and I hope you've had the opportunity um, to talk to your mom and let her know that you care about her, that you love her, and uh, just tell, let her know that you're thinking about her. I know it's difficult in these days to necessarily celebrate with mom. Um, I know I haven't been able to, and I just, you know have the opportunity to give her a call, FaceTime, all kinds of different uh, ways and possibilities that we have with technology. So I hope you'll take the time to do that. Well, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer and we'll get started. Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for all you've done for us. Thank you for allowing us to be here today. Father, thank you so much for our mothers. Thank you so much for all that they do for us, all that they mean to us, everything that they've ever done. Father, they've sacrificed themselves. And I pray that you would continue to help us appreciate them. Thank you, Father, for sacrificing yourself for us that we might know uh, eternal life, and that we might know that we have heaven. And Father, we pray that you would just continue to help us keep our eyes focused on that. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the celebration of Mother's Day uh, to some may seem like a trivial thing. Uh, they, they might just, it's just another day. Uh, they might just pass it by. They might not really even care about their mom. To others, it might be an increasingly more difficult day. Um, for all kinds of different reasons, and I don't pretend to understand uh, what some mothers go through and some uh, mothers are struggle with, and so it might be a difficult day for you. But for others, Mother's Day might be an extremely exciting day where you get all kinds of gifts and things come to you and you are appreciated over and over and over. The, the reality of the situation is this, that every mother has a different view of Mother's Day and for different reasons. Um, they, just everybody does. They all have differing views, differing ways they look at Mother's Day. But moms just aren't another person on the planet. They aren't just another body walking around. They aren't just a, another, um, uh, how do people put it, a lump of carbon, right? They're, they're living, wonderful human beings. Moms, think about this. Moms are the reason that there is continued life on the planet. You might say, well, that's obvious. But I want you to seriously think about that. Moms are the reason that there is continued life on the planet. In fact, if you want to know what the first mother's name means, her, we need to go back to Eve, okay? Eve, the very first mother in the Bible was Eve, so Adam and Eve, okay? Eve's name literally means this, mother of all living, 
Okay, so Eve literally means mother of all living. You can find that in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 20. Adam calls his wife Eve because she was the mother of all living. That's what her name means. And so without moms, we have no continued life throughout this world. Without moms, think about this again, this is obvious, but without moms, none of us would be in existence today. Um, people say, where did you come from? And I always say, my mother. Okay, because I came out of her. This is so important, and this is why we exist. Again, most people would think of this as a trivial thing. Most people would think of this as of little significance. But this is extremely, an extremely fundamental principle of how humanity functions. It's so, it's so extreme, and it's so fundamental that all of us take it for granted. All of us take it for granted. We don't think about it on a rare, regular basis. But this is truly how humanity functions. Again, without your mom, you don't have a life on this earth. And again, moms use this. They know this, right? I brought you into this world, and I can take you out again, right? So moms constantly are using this. If you're in the habit of writing things down, write this down. Your mom gave up her body for you. Your mom gave up her body for you. So within this fundamental principle, we see this extremely important characteristic of moms. We understand that life comes from mothers. We understand that. And you, you must understand that this fundamental principle comes up. And we see characteristics of mom. Again, your mom gave up her body for you. If you will, if I can say it a different way, she sacrificed herself for you. She sacrificed herself for you. A lady who does not sacrifice her body cannot give life. Again, these are bold statements, but just think about them for me. Your mom sacrificed her body for you. A lady who does not sacrifice her body cannot give life. I cannot begin to fathom how a baby begins to change a mother and a mother's body. I can't, I, I don't want to fathom, okay? The key, uh, this part of, the, of being a mother is a key component. And it's a key component to continually being a good mother. Okay, so we talk about uh, when, when a mom's pregnant, her body begins to change, and she's sacrificing her body for her child, okay? That's, we, we understand that at, at the beginning, but listen, in order to continue to be a good mother, that has to continue through. It's a key, key component to a beginning of a good mother, a continual life of a good mother, and it is a key component to all of us living our lives for Christ. God designed, listen to this, God designed mothers to be a physical example of how our lives should be lived for Christ. I want you to think about physical things, right? You think about physical things on this earth. You think about marriage. Marriage has a spiritual picture. Mothers serving their children and giving their lives for their children have a spiritual picture. And that's what we're going to look at today. We're going to think about, we're going to compare mothers and what they have done to Christians and what they should do. So let's take a look at this. Colossians chapter 3, we're going to read verses 1 to 9. The Bible says this, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, 
where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Verse 5. Mortify therefore your members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. Now, but now ye also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing ye have put off the old man with his deed. So this is a, 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 maybe a little bit of a confusing passage for you. But the reality of the situation is this. This passage helps us understand what a mother goes through. But this passage is not written to mothers. This passage is written to Christians, giving their lives for Christ. So number one, I want you to see very simply this. A mother, a mother and a Christian must change their programming, must change their programming. Or you could say it this way, change your settings. We often talk about it from this perspective. Every one of us, every single one of us, whether you're a mother or not, every single one of us is programmed to care about ourselves. We do. It's natural. It comes to us naturally. We are self-satisfying. We are self-sustaining. We are self-reliant. And again, we, we actually pride ourselves in that. Well, I'm self-reliant. I can do that myself. Uh, I had a situation this week. I probably should have called for some help. Uh, but I did it myself, and I probably hurt myself too. But we pride ourselves in the fact that we are self-reliant, self-sustaining, and we satisfy ourselves. We do all we can, we do all we can to promote and please ourselves. We do, every one of us, to promote and please ourselves. We, if, if you're talking to somebody and you're talking about yourself, you try to promote yourself. And you try to please yourself in everything that you do. If I'm cold, I put a jacket on. If I'm hot, I take my jacket off. If I'm thirsty, I get a drink. If I'm hungry, I eat. I love myself. We all do. And again, this comes easy to us. This is not something that's, again, uh, way off in the distance. We all know this, okay? We don't have to think about taking care of ourselves. It comes naturally to us. We don't have to worry about it. I don't, we don't have to worry about taking our next breath. We don't have to worry about eating, right? We just find food and eat it. That's just what we do, okay? This is instinctual. We are born with this. We want to take care of ourselves, so I want you to, again, think about mothers. When, ladies, when, when you get pregnant, your mindset changes. They are no longer worried about themselves. Okay? They are always thinking about the baby. Always. At least that's what my wife tells me. She would say, the baby has a craving. And so you need to go to McDonald's and buy me a Big Mac. Or I really, I remember one time she was, at one time she was working at Walmart and I picked her up, and I remember she got in the car, and she said, go to, uh, I don't even remember the name of the store now. It was Quiznos. Go to Quiznos. She had a craving for Quiznos, and she said, the baby has a craving for Quiznos. We always, listen, our mindset changes for, for ladies. They're always thinking about the baby. Well, this may be a little bit silly, 
the reality is this. Mothers, a mother's mind should be different than that of any other lady. Think about that again. A mother's mind should be different than that of any other lady. You know what a mother's doing? A mother is changing her programming to be more concerned about that child than herself. Let me illustrate. When Jennifer Duncan had a small car accident in Waco, Texas, she pulled over to the side of the road, took her eight-month-old son out of the car, and stood to the side to wait for authorities to show up. They should have been safe. But another car came along, hit a parked vehicle that sent mom and baby sailing over the bridge and plunging 30 feet. Mom's quick thinking had her turning her body into a human shield for her baby. Indeed, she saved him. He barely had a scratch. According to the story, mom wasn't so lucky. She shattered her pelvis, broke nine bones in her back, fractured her legs, fractured her ribs, had spleen injuries, internal injuries, and even had to have a leg amputated. Duncan had to spend two months in the hospital. One month in rehab, and she had to have more than 10 surgeries in seven months. Listen, that is a mom who changed her programming. Again, most of us, most of us, if we're honest, if we have somebody else standing next to us, we are in, in, in something like that happens, we are in self-preservation mode. What do I have to do to keep myself safe when danger comes? But a mother doesn't think like that. A mother thinks, what do I have to do to keep my children safe? We call them mama bears, right? Moms literally will give up their lives, literally give up their bodies for their child. Now let's, let's compare this to the Christian. Colossians chapter 3, in verse 1, the Bible says this. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Listen, verse 1 tells us that if we are alive in Christ, what should we be doing? We should be seeking God, not our own. We should not be in self-preservation mode. We ought to be seeking God. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 21, the Bible says, For all seek their own, not the things which are of Jesus Christ. So we, we all, that's natural to us. We all seek our own. We all want to do our own thing, and we don't naturally seek the things of Jesus Christ. But in order to do what Christ gives us, we need to change our programming. We need to change our mindset. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 and verse through 21, the Bible says, Lay not up for yourselves treasure on earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves uh, break through and steal, but... Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust doth not corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Now that's important. So where my treasure is, there is my heart also. Listen, mothers would always say that their children are a treasure. 
And you can tell from this story that this mother thought of her child as a treasure, so much so that she wanted to protect that treasure. This is so important. This is what we all ought to be thinking in terms of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33, the Bible says this, But seek ye first, what? The kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Every problem, every situation, everything that we go through, we need to seek first the kingdom of God. If, if I could say it maybe a little bit differently, invest in the kingdom of God first, and all these things shall be added unto you. Listen, there are all kinds of verses. I could spend a great deal of time here. But there are all kinds of verses that clearly state that we ought to be changing our programming from earthly to heavenly. Just like a mother changes her program from her body to her child. Changing our programming. Often the question is this, why don't we change our programming? Why don't we think like this? Why don't we uh, work like this? Why don't we? Well, can I give you number two? Number two, we don't change our program because we don't prioritize life. So number two is we need to prioritize life. Prioritize life. There have been many mothers, many mothers, who have not changed their programming. They have not begun to think about that life that's inside of them. They have continued to smoke during pregnancy. They have continued to drink alcohol, which is, you know, fetal alcohol syndrome. They, they have continued to do drugs. They have continued to do all kinds of different things. Again, the list could go on and on. Even with life in the womb, they continue to think about themselves and do their own thing. There have been many people who, again, not thinking about the life that's in them, they have gotten abortions. They have killed that life that's in them. Again, their thought is, there is no life in the womb. There is no life in the womb. It's just, it's just a blob. It's just a cluster of cells. It's just, I mean, you, you fill in the blank as to what everybody thinks is in there, but I want you to understand that the Bible is extremely clear that at the moment of conception, there is life in the womb. Life. The Bible is so clear in that. But if we determine in our minds that there is no life in the womb, then we will not care about that child in the womb. And it, listen, it's not just about realizing that there is life there. That's not the main point of this. Here it is. But it's prioritizing that life. It's prioritizing that life within us. Caring for it. Nurturing it. Building it up. Cultivating it. Even pruning it as it gets older. I, I love uh, what mothers do to a baby in their womb. They sing to it. They talk to it. My, my wife used to rub her belly like, like she was rubbing the, rubbing the baby's back. I remember Zoe was kicking all the time, and she would put my hand on her stomach, and I could feel that baby moving inside of her. I cannot imagine what you ladies go through, how wonderful of an experience that is. But listen, there's life inside the wound, but don't just realize it, prioritize it. Prioritize that life inside the womb and really all along. 
Mothers who have changed their program, guess what they have done? They have prioritized the life of the child above their own. When moms, again, this, this is not only when it's in the womb, but it carries on. Okay? A good mother will prioritize the life of her child. When moms have a mental breakdown and want to completely unleash her fury on her kids. Now, this would never happen to any of you, I know. Guess what? A mother does, a good mother. She wants to blow up. Guess what a good mother does? She stops, and she prioritizes life. <laughs> right? I brought you into this world. I can take you out. She stops and prioritizes that life is good. Okay? When moms could have a bunch of nice things bunch of nice things. But she doesn't want her children to go without. Guess what she's doing? She's prioritizing life. When moms could have uh, all kinds of uh, peace and quiet, right? All kinds of peace and quiet. But she's interrupted by her children constantly needing her. Guess what they do? They are prioritizing life by caring for them. Again, this is what a good mother does. Now let me ask, is this hard? Absolutely. Is this exhausting? Yes, absolutely. But, but is it worth it? Is it worth it when your little child blooms into a wonderful, something most beautiful and fantastic that you just can't hide your joy? I'm at a stage in life now where my friends and really my my peers still have their parents alive. And we're all grown, we're out of the house. But it's fun to talk to the parents of my peers and get their take on how their child turned out. Listen, majority of the time, a great majority of the time, it is so positive. They are so proud, they are so excited. Listen, because they gave themselves to that child, and that child bloomed and became a wonderful adult and a wonderful parent, and now they're raising children. It's a wonderful, beautiful thing. Look at Colossians chapter 3 and verse 3 with me. The Bible says this, For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, watch this now, who is our life shall appear. Then shall ye also appear with him in glory. As Christians, again, like a mother, prioritizes that life inside of her womb and then outside prioritizes her children. When a mother does that, likewise as Christians, our life is God. Our life is in God. In fact, 1 John chapter 5 and verse 12, listen to this. He that hath the Son hath Life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Listen, everything we are and everything we live for should be God. Everything. So everything I do, listen, again, most mothers, good mothers, that when everything they do is surrounded by their children. Listen, I can't take my wife on a date all by ourselves without her saying something about the children. I remember we went away for a weekend on our anniversary a couple years ago, and we talked about the children the whole time. Listen, it's a good mother. They prioritize their children. That's all they can talk about. Let, let, let me illustrate. Listen, we, that's how we ought to be about God. We can't go to the office without talking about God. 
We can't work without talking about God. We can't live without spending time and talking about God. Everything we are and everything we live for should be God. Again, he is our head. He is our all. He is our all in all. Wow. We, we may think that, but do we actually prioritize it? Do we actually prioritize it? Some of us would realize, okay, God is everything to us. But let me ask you, do you prioritize the life? Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus is life. Do we prioritize him? You see, this is the greatest investment we could ever give. If you want to invest into the kingdom of God, prioritize Jesus as the life. So let me ask this. Why don't we change our programming? Can I just be honest? We just don't prioritize life. We don't. It's unfortunate. But we love ourselves. We don't, we don't change our programming. A mother doesn't change her programming because she doesn't prioritize the life that's in her and the life that she has brought forth into this world. She doesn't prioritize that. And just like a mother of Christians... All of us. We don't change the way we think because we really don't prioritize Jesus Christ. I believe, again, many who hear this realize that God is there. They know that he is over us. But again, we don't prioritize him. So let me ask this question as we try to bring this to a close. How are we going to prioritize life? If I know that changing my programming is brought about by prioritizing life, then how am I, and just right now I'm not prioritizing life, so how am I going to do that? Well, number three, very simply, we put off the desires. We put off the desires. Again, there is no way to debate that many moms have given up so much to help their children. Listen, you, you, that, that's not even a leg to stand on. If you say, no, mothers don't give up anything. You don't have a leg to stand on. They give up so much. They have sleepless nights with a baby. And just recently somebody told me, you have sleepless nights with teenagers as well. Long days. Hard times. They give up money for college. They give up, They have no vacations. Listen, lots of moms could take beautiful, wonderful vacations but instead they settle for camping because they have children. Again, the list could go on and on and on and on and on. Successful mothers are those who put off their desires, again, to prioritize someone else. They put off their desires to prioritize someone else. Again, guess what this results in? It results in a joyful admiration of what the child has become. Man, look, and again, the, the mother will say to the husband later on, look what we did. Look at how wonderful this child turned out because we gave up so much. We invested in them. And look at what they've become. Let's finish this passage, verse 5 again. Mortify. The word mortify means put to death. Therefore, 
your members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked sometime. You used to be like this when ye lived in them. Again, but now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another. Why? Seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. Put off our desires. Let me ask you this question. What are you willing to give up that you might prioritize God? The reason we don't prioritize God is because we have too much going on that we want to do. The reason that I don't sit down and study my Bible is because I'm too busy on YouTube. The reason that I don't uh, sit down and talk to, my, uh, talk to my God and pray is because I'm too busy thinking about the things that I want to think about and strategizing and doing all these different things. I must take the time. I must be willing to give up something. What are you willing to put off so that you can someday experience the true joy that comes from God. You realize that God wants to give you true joy. You realize that you, uh, are, are, you have the availability to experience joy like you've never known because of God. So what are you willing to give up? So that you can see God's life changing you. God's life changing you and making you something extraordinary. Again, listen, none of us would be where we are without our mothers. I mean, I think about my mom. And I think about what she gave up and the hours that she sacrificed and the things that she went through and the nurturing and the encouragement and the hard times that she went through with me to correct me and make me what I am today. Listen, I am so thankful for that. But she put off her desires. I guarantee you there were times where my mom wanted to strangle me. I guarantee you I was not a passive, obedient little boy. I was nasty. I remember some things that I did to my mom. Frustrates me to this day that I did those things, that those things came out of my mouth, that, that those, I, I allowed my body to act in that way. But I want you to understand, she gave up her rights, her willingness, her opportunities to do all kinds of different things for me. Jesus did the same. So we ought to do the same for him. The only way to prioritize God in our lives is again to die to ourselves. Mortify, therefore, your members on earth. Put to death, put off. Again, and it goes through a list of things. It's all our own lusts. It's all our own thoughts. Put them to death. Listen, the only way to die to ourselves is to change our programming. So it's this cyclical circle that you just think, I just do these things, it will just, it'll just be a beautiful circle. I'm going to die to self, change my programming, change my programming, I prioritize life, which I die to myself, and it just keeps going over and over and over. Moms, understand that there is something bigger out there than themselves. 
Moms understand that there is something bigger out them, out there than themselves. And it's their children. It's their children, so they give up for their children. Christians, think about this, please. There is something inside of you that is bigger than yourself. Guess what it is? It's the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. His righteousness and all of these things shall be added unto you. Mortify, therefore, your members. Let me ask this question and I'll finish. Will you invest? Will you invest into the kingdom of God in your life, which will spill out into the kingdom of God for everyone else? Will you change your programming? Will you prioritize the life of God in your life? And will you put off your desires? Mothers do it every day. So it can be done. That's what I want you to understand. It can be done. We just don't want to. So let me ask again. Will you invest? Will you put off your desires? Will you change your programming? And will you prioritize life? Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for the opportunity of being here. Father, I pray that as we look at our lives, would you help us? Would you please help us to be like a mother who gives up their lives, who changes their mindset, changes their programming, who prioritizes the life of a child. Father, help us to prioritize you as our life. Help us to put off our desires. Help us to be more like you. Father, there's one here today that doesn't know you as personal Savior. I pray that today they would know what life you gave them, that you've made available to them. And Father, we pray and give you all the honor and glory for all that's said and done. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. I'm going to ask you to keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed. Fairly uh, direct today. I hope you'll take the time right now to make a decision. A decision, very simply, could be, do I need to change my programming? Do I need to prioritize Jesus Christ and his life more? Or what, what desires do I need to put off? Whatever decision that you need to make today, I hope that you'll take the time and do that right now.